Welcome to the Plan Simple Meals podcast. I am your host, Nia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, one meal at a time. The Plan Simple Meals podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier, happier home. Listen in for informative conversations and valuable strategies to make meals healthy, meaningful, and fun. Let's do this. Hello, busy mamas. Welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Meals podcast. Today on the show, I have Christy Kennedy Manuel. And I'm really excited about this episode because Christy is the wife of a guest who's already been on. So her partner, Zai, their founding partners of the company Whole Life Fitness Manifesto was on kind of at the beginning of the podcast. And I love that we're going to sort of get two views of their family because they're living this amazing life and I hope they're going to inspire all of us. So welcome to the show, Christy. Thank you. Thank you. It's a true honor, seriously. But before we get started, I have to say I love your book. Oh, and thank you. When we discovered you through the Indiegogo campaign... It was just so refreshing, and then when we got it in the mail, it was like another awesome moment. So thank you for all oh, that you've put out there. You're welcome. I love how our cross pass, our paths cross. Mixing totally. words already, um, only because I know we would have met no matter what. Because um, I think you found me haphazardly, and then but then somebody suggested I. Who suggested I meet you? Somebody. I think Kelsey. It. Oh yeah, Kelsey suggested that I meet you, and I, I yeah. love that. So we would have met no matter what. And someday maybe we'll meet in person. Is meant to be. Oh, yeah. We'll find you on our road trip. <laughs> I definitely. All right. So first of all, let's tell everybody who who you have. You have two girls. Um, so remind me of the ages. Yeah, totally. I have two daughters. They are 11 and 13. Mm-hmm. Um, so traditionally in grade six or grade eight, we're Canadian and have been exploring North America for the last year. So they've been road slash life schooling. Yes, I'm so excited, and hopefully we'll get to some of that because that's going to be a fun conversation. Um, so let's step. Let's start with well. Let's start with how you got involved in fitness. I I mean, you have so much to bring to the table, and I'm constantly, constantly sharing you guys' 30 day challenge because I think it's so powerful that in 15 minutes of, you know, exercise that you can really transform your body. And I've seen all the people who have, so it's amazing. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so, so, but how did you, I mean, I, you, you bring too much passion to it to have just shown up as, as the wife. So tell, show, tell us a little bit about the story and how you got involved in fitness and why it's so important to you and what that looks like in your life. Definitely. Yeah. They grew, I grew up in the oldest of six kids. Oh my gosh. I know. (laughs) So kudos to my parents, rock stars. Uh, And now that I've seen the financial commitment and the time commitment that goes into athletics and keeping your kids active, I even have a greater appreciation for my parents. But we grew up just exposed to almost every sport imaginable, Um, whether we are getting up at 5 a.m. to go to tennis or swimming there was always activity involved in our life. So I don't know life without movement, but it's always been fun. Like it's, there's been a purpose or a reason to go and go like be active and have exercise in my life. And then probably like most of us, when we don't have someone telling us what to do or telling us where to be, you lose a little bit of that courage or that mindset. And I, 
would hike it. I'm from Vancouver. And so we would hike a lot or go on the seawall and bike and just stay active that way. And then as I started to have kids, I've never been a gym person, but I would escape to the gym for me time. Mm. But like probably many other moms or people out there, what I was doing may not have been so effective. It was more that I'm here, I'm wearing the gear, <laughs> but what was I doing? Was I getting results? Was I actually doing any good for my body? So about stay-at-home mom time, maybe kindergarten grade two is when we started uh, doing community workouts and really eliminating the excuses of people. I don't know what to do. I don't have the money. I don't have the gear. I don't have the time. My kids, I'm too busy, whatever it be. And then over time, you just kind of feel responsible to lead by example and test out all different methods and find solutions and reasons. So I've just really enjoyed the results along the way. And I still enjoy like sports and being involved in those kind of things. It's just life doesn't allow for me to be in a volleyball league right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I have two questions from that one. So when your parents gave you guys all these opportunities to exercise, were they also mod- like, were they modeling that or did they just want it for their children? Was Were they into tennis and all these different things? Yeah, like I remember hearing loads of stories about what my parents were up to as they were growing up. Um, Fortunately, growing up in the Okanagan Valley, you're exposed to the ski mountains, the lake for water skiing, golfing, those kind of things my parents were actively involved in. Mm -hmm. We had a ski boat. And so I'd see them being active. They definitely weren't couch potatoes. But the food side of things, I think I developed further on in life. Like we obviously all survived. We thrived. We were fed. We had calories in. Um, but hamburger helper was a definitely a fake point. <laughs> we, we must be the same age. I think we are. <laughs> but I, I think there was just like a fad, right? It just became cool. What were you, what were, what was one to do? Exactly. And, but yeah. there was always veggies. I do got it. Veggies and milk and the things that are kind of not what your book is, like how right we grew up on dairy and we grew up on grains and potatoes and that kind of steak and potatoes and that. But um, yeah, they definitely led by example to get back to that one question is they were, they led by example, but they weren't your typical going to the gym people. Yeah, no. And I totally, totally grew up that way too. (laughs) The hamburger helper part. And well, and I think actually, if I remember correctly, Di shared at the end of our podcast that his favorite sort of comfort meal is um, chicken, rice, and broccoli. Would that be right? Um, And it's funny because that is like literally what maybe I had four times a week growing up. Like that was our meal. (laughs) So I also have a fond memory for it. (laughs) The meal of choice up until about five or six years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love what we pick up as comfort food. Well, that's a good comfort food. It's better than chocolate cake, right? Um, yeah, but there's some pretty darn good chocolate cakes. I don't know. There what are. There are. Book, but. <laughs> I know. I know. No, there are some good chocolate. I mean, you know, the bad kind of the kind of chocolate cake from growing up. I should yes. clarify. Yes. <laughs> um, so then, my other question was: Go. Will you go a little bit deeper into the gym, and both that idea of escaping, but also why that might not work as a you know, physically to help, to help you shape your body and feel strong. Like we go into both those things a little bit more. Cause I, I love both those ideas. Yeah, for sure. They, um, 
not that the gym won't make somebody physically strong or get them results mm-hmm. by any means. Uh, whatever works for each individual, I'm all about that. Finding something that excites you and gets you going. Uh, leading by example part, like the escape part, I guess, would be you then had free time. Like yeah. back during my stay-at-home mom early parenting days, that's when boot camp started to take off. Mm-hmm. And so I love the fact that I had to be somewhere and accountable to a group of people. And it was, whether it was outside or at a gym or wherever it was, it didn't matter. But the fact that my kids didn't come with me, that was my escape. Like I had free time and I had adult conversation. You weren't talking baby talk. Um, But then as my kids got more mobile and that it was like going to the gym, doing 10 tricep dips or leg presses, that kind of thing. That's not a place for kids, but I just didn't know how to do it properly. And right. I didn't have the finances to get a personal trainer and also scheduling. You just, our life was always up in the air. And when you're business owners, especially you didn't have that set schedule. And, but then as time went on and I gave up on the gym and stopped beating myself up on the fact that I wasn't didn't have the membership and I wasn't talking about having my personal trainer and some of the things that some people enjoy boasting about. Uh, I then realized that being able to be physically fit in front of my kids and them seeing whether they're doing it with me or not, they're being exposed to it. And that was hugely powerful. And I think thinking back, that's really kind of what my parents did showing us that they water skied and did snow skiing or golf and that, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. No, I love that. And it's it's interesting because I feel like for a lot of people, the gym is the place with the childcare, right? So if you're if you're at home and you don't have help and you don't have babysitters or whatever, you know, and you really are feeling that lonely moment, there's both adults to talk to and a babysitter <laughs> at the gym. And so I feel like that's why a lot of people escape. And then I imagine, like, I would love to see someone do a study on the finances of it, but there must be so much money wasted in that. Cause you know, if you don't keep up that habit and a child gets sick, you know, none of us go back. It's not, it's not, and you haven't done anything wrong. It's just what But you're happens. locked in for life, Nia. You I have know. a 24 month contract. It's going <laughs> to keep charging your visa and taking it out of your bank account. And then it beats you up every month when you check into your finances that, oh, I didn't show up again. I didn't show up again. Right. And, and I paid that $30 or whatever it is. It's yeah. funny. And I, I actually fully admit to having done that. Like I totally did oh that. Gosh. And I kept I being like, oh, I'll go back. <laughs> I'll go back next month. And then, you know, you're like, oh my God, it's been two years. Like that's worth so many good yoga classes. (laughs) Totally. Yep. We're we're all on the same page. So I'm all about no guilt, no shame, no blame. Just figure out what works for you and make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So will you tell us a little bit about how you do involve your girls now and a little bit what what that looks like and, and how you make it so that it's nurturing to you at the same time as you know, because I know you guys hang together a lot and that's been a really important part of your journey in the past couple years. So what does that look like? Yeah, sometimes it actually would look like just at a park, like a playground, and the girls will be doing their own thing. And it's easy enough to do body weight, functional movements, or use the apparatuses that you have access to. And then they time it or they count or maybe they hop in for a minute or two or they pick a movement and they get involved. And it's about, I think when we initially, one of the learnings was that when we initially started to critique 
like their form or really say, come do this, or you have to do this with us, or we want you to do this with us. That didn't work so well. Mm. But when it was like, hey, we're going to do this, join in at any point, you choose what you want to do and empower them with the decision and then them knowing kind of the why behind it so that you can age and be and you'll see different people like with bad habits, maybe or people that haven't followed through with healthy commitments and they notice that now. And so we don't even really have to have those conversations just by including them in our choices and maybe explaining a bit why we're choosing and not imposing it on them. Yep. It seems they've adopted it more naturally themselves. So I love that. And are they both are they both naturally inclined to want to exercise? I wish. <laughs> yeah. So well, it's funny because in the three that I have, you know, the last one is my one who who needs it. You know, like you can tell, you know, and she has muscular cat like she was just born very physical like physical she moves through the world very physically whereas my first two definitely move more in their heads um well my oldest one with his head and my middle more with her sort of her heart and so but not you know what I mean it's not as important to them naturally I think it's important that we all do it but but you know it's not their instinct yeah I guess like one of them the oldest has uh juvenile rheumatoid arthritis and so Chardonnay I don't know if she doesn't have it within her or if she's just kind of developed over time because of the doctors and appointments and things she's been in and out of that they've we were super super conscious and aware of not allowing people to put those symptoms or ideas in her head like Mm. we are guarded it pretty well um up till now at least where a lot of the other patients or kids and parents that we've come in contact with, it's like, you can't do this. You're not able to do this. Or I get it. You don't want to do this. or you probably can't do this. And it's like, don't even put those conversations out there. Just ask her, like, what is it she's able or wanting to do? And so she, in her head is now decided that she's more the artsy one and the the more likes reading and writing. And funny how we do that, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we we did not put that on her. So that's just, I think, gen, like naturally yeah. she's grown into that. And then the youngest one, she's just a ball of energy as well as just has, like you were saying, the some kids have it, some kids don't with the body type. Yeah. And, well, and I think those kids, like they actually like need to move, you know, like that is the only way that they're going to learn and listen and take in the world. Like they just need to do that. For sure. Yeah, they definitely thrive better. And But I know that as Charnay's going through puberty, she started to, we are very aware too of body image and not having mm. those negative conversations or really caring per se, but diet and nutrition, diet in the sense of food, not a weight loss plan, um, is important to her because of her joints right like how it makes her feel and how her her energy levels are and so as she personally came into that before like we would dictate it like so what you're eating but then as she could make choices on her own uh that's when she started to decide like oh these foods make me feel better these activities make me feel better and so now they just to become part of life like we'll go somewhere and go for a hike and they just know they're going to come hiking with us (laughs) right 
It's funny. Well, because we're both in the same sort of unschooling adventures this year. Um, and what one of the things that I find is on the days that I'm a little bit more like, oh my God, what am I doing? How are we going to get through this day? When I look back on that day, we didn't start by all going on a walk. And the days where we get up, we get dressed, we go on a walk all together. It's amazing how differently the day unfolds. Like it's, it's mind blowing to me. Um, so you mean more like cause of the activity? Yeah. I feel like we move our bodies. No, I just feel like it's like we've moved our bodies. We've cleared our minds, you know, like you just need to move that energy. You can't just sit, <laughs> you know, you can't just go eat and sit, even if it's healthy and whatever, you know what I mean? Like you have I just feel like it's it helps me work better. It helps them, you know, situate themselves. It's amazing how that that really works and moving the body just facilitates so much for sure good That's in awesome. the day. And yeah. do they know that? Do yeah, know I th- that? it's funny. I think so. I think so. It's and what I notice now is my 13-year-old who is in the same place of, you know, learning to regulate himself and you know he can definitely go fix himself food or you know he's allowed to walk out the house you know he can walk out of the house by himself and go on a walk and he does that now you know so if I'm up here doing this and you know if I'm doing recording or working and he's finished what he's doing downstairs he'll just walk out the door and walk like he knows he needs to clear his head that way and you've empowered that within him so that's yeah I love that and I and uh, yeah you know he probably is (laughs) better better at remembering to do that than I am so (laughs) kudos to him good parenting yeah right I know what do we do um so well actually that's like a really good dovetail into taking care of ourselves so tell us more about that in your life because I know that that's something that's really important to you Um, yeah just that whole self-care and and you time and how that all works so besides the exercise tell us how what else that looks like yeah, well, me time, I think the me time also kind of besides the mental side that everyone benefits greater from me taking Christy time. Yeah. Uh, just in your response to people, not just your kids, but I don't know about you, but you find you tend to treat the people closest to you with like the shortest fuse or you're oh, not totally. as conscious of the tone and the delivery and So over the past probably three to five years, I've really become conscious of that. And then trying to figure out when I do want to like lose my SHIT and it's like, whoa, what has my day entailed up till now? What have I done or not done? And what should I be doing and could be doing? And so becoming aware of journaling was a big one for me Mm. so that those around me didn't have to get every little last story or every event. Cause sometimes when you say it out loud, you're like, that was silly. That was pointless. <laughs> right. And I just did it. And now I can't yeah. take it back. And then when you read it, when you write it down and read it, you're just like, Whoa, that was really silly. Um, but getting, yeah, moving and proper hydration. And I remember times I'd lock myself in the bathroom and pretend I was taking like the longest dump, probably just to have <laughs> I was like, Oh, I'm still going. I'm constipated. I don't know. Cause I feel I'm a chapter left of my book to read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Like just even to just get Di more involved because at the time when the kids were younger, it's definitely he's working full time and it was easier to just be like, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then I thought, yeah. no, I really need to empower him. And when he would go on vacation or go on a trip, 
he didn't set up the house with all the meals and all the clothes laid out and everything done. Right. He would just pack himself and go, right? Right. And so at some point, I definitely, I remember that light bulb going off. And I was like, I'm doing a disservice to my family and my partner for by not leaving by not removing myself from the situation and empowering them they are capable they'll figure it out like so that just gave me permission to take Christy time yeah I love that and do you you guys coach people through that as well in your work right like what would you what would you tell somebody right now who's just like oh my god like five minutes like I can never get that for myself well, first off, you owe it to yourself and you're worthy and it, you deserve it. But a lot of people think, oh, well, these I love my family so much or I love this so much or my job and everything else prospers when you do take me time. Like you said, even if it is five minutes and that's where you have to start. If there is zero minutes currently in your daily schedule, blocking, like we all brush our teeth. So we that's kind of our analogy we use through the whole life mm-hmm. is – we brush our teeth. We all like fresh breath. So it's mm-hmm. like, write it in your calendar. Like you need to get this done. You're mm-hmm. doing a disservice to yourself and all those around you. And by having a clearer head, by having a more intentional heart, by feeling better, by having energy, better sleep, all of a sudden, like you might be able to tolerate your partner a little better. You might be able to all of a sudden have the energy to engage in activities with your kids instead of sitting on the playground on the cell phone watching them yes that's a big one I I love that you're activating your time at the playground too that was a I think that was a really smart strategy that I hope everyone listening heard and play tag like chase like whatever it be there's a lot of times we think like when I say calendar plan like put time aside for yourself it's like with the whole life it's 2% 2% of your day. So 30 minutes, um, 15 minutes is to movement with purpose, five minutes of mindfulness. If that's literally sitting in your car in silence, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 10 minutes of personal development. So you're feeding your mind and with, and growing. And it also stimulates greater conversation down the road. Like if you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, in a very mundane way every day in life, like people don't want to have conversation with you. Your kids will think you're boring too, because it's like, yeah. what do you do? Same thing all day, every day, laundry, vacuuming, whatever. And that's stereotyping. So I'm not saying everyone, all moms just do that. But (laughs) in the sense of showing our children independence and showing that we have a thirst for knowledge or that we take an active interest within ourselves, that makes kids want to grow up too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And uh, and the as I said, the 15 minutes I th- is genius, I think, the way you guys did it. And I can't remember the, actually whether Di said it on the podcast or it's part of the, the, the program. But I remember him saying about squats that think about when you're old and you want to bend over and open a cabinet that you want to be able to squat and do that right. And ever since then, I'm like, okay, <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> It's all I just want to be able to get the thing out of the cabinet. <laughs> so and and like lift your grandkids. At yeah, time. like just being functional and like walking around the monuments if you have a desire to travel instead of sitting from a bus window and yes, just having the ability to have choice for sure. Yeah, and because it's funny, it's when that's taken. And I have to say, I'm a pretty active person, and um, 
recently I hurt my ankle. And when that choice is taken away, it's like, it's not fun, <laughs> you know? So, and it, and it really, so much of it is a choice. Oh, totally. And it, you, you're, I'm sure your injury put into perspective, like the importance of being yeah. able to function and you just kind of think, oh man, I, I know years ago, die hurt his back pretty severely. And that was a very dark and deep time in his life, as well as all of us were affected but it was just, wow, you can't take things for granted. Right. And so many of us, I'm sure, have people in their life that have been given tragic, traumatic, like instant news. You have X amount of time to live, whatever it be. But we never know what tomorrow brings, right? Yep. You could get in a car accident and not to get into this side of the story, but at 13, losing my mom was an instant. She went for pizza and she didn't come back. And that really was the first time I dealt with loss in my life other than like your grandparents and you expect them to age and that, Mm -hmm. but at 13 and she just turned 40 years old. And from that moment, I think it just shifted me internally that you don't know what tomorrow brings. So really do the best you can every day. I'm not saying you got to go bungee jump and do crazy bucket list stuff every day, but just treating people (laughs) with, respect and appreciation. Yes. And I know that you smiling is an important part of your, of your day, which I love. I love smiling. smiling. And I love just as much making others smile. So whatever that entails, whether it be through health or wellness or relationship or over wine, like it doesn't, there's so many topics I enjoy interacting with. So. All right, and so I think that you were the mind behind the green smoothie thing on your site. Is that true? Was that your thing? I definitely assisted, for sure, Di. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely the one making them. It was yeah. Di's, Di's the innovator where he's like, this is what I want to do, and then I kind of execute it. <laughs> Got it. So does that mean that green smoothies are an important part of your your life, your family life? Greens in general, for sure. Like we have a kind of a motto of greens are good, beige is bad. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and one. so however you get the greens. And then we tried the juicing thing at one point and I just couldn't, I wasn't organized enough to do good with all the leftovers that come from juicing. Mm. And so smoothing, smoothies and the fiber and that really like as I started to research it more, and by no means am I a smoothie expert, Yep. I just know what tastes good and what I like and that it can gets consumed and that's all that matters. Yeah, totally. And do your girls love them? Some. Yeah. Some. Most most of them and they they I think when it when you boil it down to the why and they really understand. We yes. watched a fair bit of documentaries and so they all of a sudden got on board where they're like, "Oh, that juicing one with that Australian guy." This Oh is, yeah. This, so. he, Joe, Joe was on the podcast. Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> I love them. What other movies have you watched? I love I love food movies and there's so many good ones. What were some of your favorites? Or the uh, the ones that were appropriate, I guess, for your girls. Yeah, well they pretty much watch like Everything. all of them, like The Food Matters, Food Inc, Conspiracy. Yeah. Um our latest one that is on our list is Minimalism. Mhm. Uh, but also just those feel good they don't always have to be food ones, right? Like it's, yeah. it's those athletic stories I find that really have that triumph and that mindset teaching. 
Yeah, it's funny, after all the craziness with our election here in the U.S., that's like all I wanted. You know, I felt so lucky that we were doing this whole, I don't even know, fanbatical, year on the road, unschooling, whatever you want to call it, adventure. And um, because what I did is I went to Barnes and Noble and I bought biographies of just amazing people who like, you know, and it's funny, they did it. They all had, there was some component of, you know, food or overcoming some sort, some sort of disability. Like it was all part of it. And it's just so, it's just amazing. I think to read about amazing people, it's uplifting and inspiring. And the fact that there's truth behind it, I think that's even more exciting. So, um, just because go back to the movie thing I was like wait there's a couple that have really stuck out recently and consumed I think it's still on Netflix uh but it's a true like it's a story it's not a documentary but it's a lot about the kind of Monsanto and Mm. what's in our food and that was that one hit home with the kids pretty tough (laughs) got it yeah yeah it's 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 cool it's I I just think we're in this moment where you know if we take this kind of seriously at home that we actually might be able to impact the future because kids want, you know, kids are ready to, to change. Like every human wants to feel good and kids haven't had bad habits long enough, you know, not to change them. It's a little harder as you get older and you've had them for a long time. Um, With social media, you got everything's handed to them or they can research so much. So as a parent, you just kind of have to guard it, but at the same time, just be there to, respond if need be yeah I love it okay so I have a question that I ask everybody and I want you to be able to tell people how to get a hold of you but is there anything else that you are dying to share with the audience that we we haven't covered yet is there anything we're missing we covered a lot I know I'm really impressed thank you (laughs) Um, I I know there's so many different angles and ways that uh, but it's finding something that works for you yeah. and not beating yourself up if what your best friend is having success with isn't something that jives or excites you. Like, what is it that's going to get you started and just really not trying to overkill it? And I think if it boiled down to start simple, keep it simple and one day at a time. Yeah, that, well, that's my my whole thing is if you just have one simple thing that you're working on every week, that just builds up and it doesn't have to be complicated. And usually one simple thing leads to other things, right? And it it's like there's definitely a snowball effect that happens when you just feel even a little bit better than you did the day before. For sure. And you remember back in the day when you first start courting your significant other, or you're out on the dating scene and we'd shave our legs and we'd... <laughs> Are you saying you we don't do that anymore? I do. No, that's that's like my pet peeve for people that have kind of given up that that self-worth thing. And, yeah. and you got to go do all crazy makeup all day, every day. But it's like really taking care of you and taking pride in yourself. Yes. The, is, the, only, the only thing that sometimes I disagree with people is that I actually genuinely like being in yoga clothes. So sometimes you can find me in those maybe more often than I technically should be. Hey, if you're... I love my athletic wear. <laughs> put on some lip gloss and exactly. uh, your nails, you're good. Exactly. And one of actually my favorite things that you shared, interestingly, was the journaling piece because journaling is actually really important to me and... It's been talked about a bit on the podcast, and I definitely talk about it a bit with my audience, but I love 
but we talk about it a lot in creating a rhythm and, you know, doing it in the morning or doing it before bed or carving out time or doing it with your kids. But I've actually never heard of going or never even thought to opening a book and doing it in that moment when you need to say something. And I love that. I think that's, that's my favorite tip from today. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The biggest advice I give to like friends who are having situations and issues. I'm like, get to your journal, write that person a letter, like dear die, blah, 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 blah. And if at the end I feel he still needs to hear it, I then will speak it to him like dear die, blah, 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 blah. And then I leave the letter with him and then we can address those key points after the emotions have died down or once we kind of had that thought process. So journaling is my savior for but, sure. and I'm a good my, memory keeper. And my guess is though that you don't have to read it out loud as often as one might think. Is that true? Totally. Yeah. No, like I've yeah. probably done it half a dozen times in my life in like major key moments, but, um, or I just kind of tailor it down and write him a letter. Obviously the big letter stays in my journal, but. Right. Well, cause I feel like after, you write it down, you can take a breath. You probably breathed a few times in writing and then you can, you know, reframe it and, you know, put it out in a way that's just, it's just that moment. It's that deep breath. Yeah. And I've always struggled with articulating my thoughts, especially emotions are involved. And so it's helped over time to just really fine tune that. What am I trying to get at? Because he is obviously, what do they say? Venus and Mars. So I'm like, why don't you get what I'm saying? Yes, I love that. That's, and then when I reread the journal, I'm like, I don't get what I'm saying. So, <laughs> exactly, exactly. It, it just really helps that way with parenting and relationships. Yeah, I love that. That's my fave. Okay, so how do we? How do people get a hold of you? And and I, yeah. I and I think everybody should sign up for that 30 days because I think it's a the most fabulous way ever to get 15 minutes of movement in. Plus, there's this other amazing 15 minutes that gets added in with the movement that you don't have to stress about before you sign up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, it's, def- it's all free. Yeah. Uh, each month, there's also a different sponsor. So you'll get exposure to different brands or different ideas and um, ways beyond the whole Life Fitness Manifesto. But join WLFM.com would pro- will lead you to like we do daily Facebook live post this term and different things. It'll lead you to me for sure. Otherwise, I'm pretty active mostly on Facebook. I in transition of really what my personal blog is. So I don't have uh, you find me anywhere on any platform, but and it's join- that's all under Christy Kennedy Manuel, yeah. And we'll have that linked up in the in the description of this episode. Yeah, Christy Kennedy Manuel chriskenny.com it'll lead you to somewhere to find me cool um, i love reach reach out literally like send me private messages whatever it is i totally love connecting don't think there's a stupid question or if you have any advice or input little tips and tricks i'm, I'm totally open to share them with our community as well and well and your group is very active so it's a great group to be part of um i feel like it really is. It does mimic online that accountability of going to that exercise class. <laughs> um, I, I can't take credit for the tribe, man. They are truly incredible. It's yeah. just an awesome group of people and something that I've been told everyone feels comfortable right out of the shoot. So yeah, it's good. So if you're looking in the new year for your exercise and you couldn't imagine that you could change your body after 15 minutes, which you can, you've got to go check it out. 
All right. Thank you. So the last question that I ask everybody who's on the podcast is to tell us about a meal that had a, a big impact on you. And it could be because of the food um, or some aha you had at the table or the company you were with. But what's a meal that had an impact? Well, I'm going to go to my uh, crock pot meals. <laughs> okay. Love it. Because I feel that even if I don't, even if I follow the recipe, I'll tell you this one time, it was like a pork roast or beef roast or whatever. And I thought, oh, this is going to be perfect. I'm going to cut it and then I'll have all the roasted potatoes and all that jazz with it. And it just was this kind of soupy mess. And I pulled it apart with forks and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, perfect. It's pulled pork or it's a beef stew. Uh, But over the past year, living in other people's homes and rental houses and that kind of thing, I think the thing I've cherished or valued most over that pulled pork crock pot meal is the family time, like sitting down at the table, no technology, sitting across from grandma and grandpa or friends, family, what be. And it's like, you're sitting there having food and chatting about it. And there was napkins this one specific time that I'm thinking of, and it had questions on it. And since then we've discovered table topics and it's a game cube that you can buy with cards in it and it's got questions and Mm. now whatever meal we're having either involves the napkins or the table topic questions at least once or twice a week so love it that is my suggestion my memory make it happen try it (laughs) awesome I love that um and yeah dinner I just feel like it's so it's just such an important moment that I hope everybody takes advantage of because I feel like it's a little bit of a dying art and it makes such an impact on our kiddos. And actually it makes a huge impact on me. I have to say, I'm always saying it's so great for our kids, but like, I love that half an hour, you know, it doesn't even have to be that long, like half hour, 45 minutes, whatever. I love that time. Um, It really sets me up for the evening and the next day. That part of your book really gave me shivers when I was like, oh, you're right. Bring back the art of family eating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. It's like, and it's funny because it doesn't have to be that big of a deal. It doesn't have to take that much time. You got to eat anyway. Right. But there's just so much like data and you can just feel it. Like how you feel different when you come together. There's just something different about that time than driving around in the minivan or, you know, just other times of the day where you're together that time. I just feel like kids can be vulnerable. Parents can, you know, be good listeners. There's just so much opportunity at the table. Yeah. The connection as well as the appreciation for the actual items of food with you in front of you. Yes. 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 It's a win-win for sure. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Thank Um, you. I would love this episode so busy mamas i will see you guys on the next episode of the plan simple meals podcast bye for now thanks so much for tuning in to the plan simple meals podcast if you like what you heard the biggest compliments you can give us is to share plan simple meals with a friend and subscribe rate and review our podcast at itunes i absolutely love sharing simple solutions to help busy families eat clean and live well. Visit healthymomsmeetup.com and come join in on the fun. In our free group, you can chat with me and other health-seeking moms, get new recipes and tips, 
and never be at a loss in the kitchen again. Come join the fun at HealthyMomsMeetup.com. I cannot wait to meet you there.